Hello again and welcome to another Twin Tangibles podcast. My name's Tim Wright. It's great to have you with us. We often hear from people who've finished a crowdfunding campaign reflecting on how it went, what went well, and what went less well for them. Not often you get the chance to speak to somebody when they're running a campaign, but that's exactly what we're going to do today. Today we talk to Derek O'Sullivan, who runs a company called Thermotents in Ireland, and he's running a Kickstarter reward-based campaign to bring his new thermal insulated tent to the marketplace. Derek took time out of the campaign to explain to us why it was he chose the crowdfunding route, and what specific benefits he thinks it will bring to his project. It's another example, of course, of how innovation and the idea of bringing new products to the marketplace fits very, very comfortably alongside crowdfunding. It's interesting to hear what considerations Derek had and some of the work that he did in preparing his campaign before he went live. Here's what he had to say. So I've got uh, Derek O'Sullivan on the call here from Tralee over in County Kerry in Ireland. How are you doing, Derek? I'm very well, thank you, Tim. Good, good. Now, Derek, you're running a crowdfunding campaign. Uh, this is on Kickstarter, I believe, and it's for Thermotent. Now, c- tell me what Thermotent is, and then tell me a bit about the, the campaign. Okay, well, Thermotent itself, Tim, is essentially the world's very first correctly insulated tent or tenting system mm-hmm. um, for applications in your regular recreational tents, um, refugee or disaster relief tents, and the luxury camping market as well, or the glamping sector. The glamping sector. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Is that big in Ireland? It's it's getting there. Not not as big as it would be on that side, but it's, <laughs> it certainly is getting there. Um, but the, I suppose the essentially the difference between our tents and the others is we have a quilted inner layer or inner tent uh-huh. that um, traditional tents don't have. Some tents would have an inner tent with them, but Essentially, that all that inner tent does is compartmentalize the, the tent so it doesn't act as any kind of an insulated barrier, whereas we have actually put a fully quilted. That's oversimplifying it, but it looks like a quilt. That okay. inner tent is, is, is a thicker wall, essentially, you know. And th- this is called Thermotent, so obviously it's got an insulating uh, capacity from a temperature point of view, but it, it's also from a sound point of view as well, I guess? Yeah. We, we've sourced an insulation that does both. Essentially, it's, it's, it's a thermal insulation and yet breathable enough not to cause condensation problems, but it's also dense enough to act as an acoustic barrier. So if you can imagine busy campsites, that's that's a big problem at the moment for people that are camping. I can um, imagine people festivals kind of as well, you know, not wanting to listen to the next act on or something like that. Might be. Exactly. Or, or even if you want to cut it down to, you know, campsites when you're, Families trying to get kids to sleep and to stay asleep in the morning and that kind of thing, you know. So you have you have the two problems are really the jump in temperatures, yeah. um, where it gets very cold very quickly, and um, as the temperature outside does, and it also gets very hot very quickly. And then the third thing, or the the second problem, I suppose, is the acoustics, um, where you have the, the the noise problem, as it were. The temperature things are really important as well because you 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 mentioned it in your your preamble there that you know we think of tents often from a holiday point of view and glamping and this type of stuff and lots and lots of young people taking them to to festivals and such like but you made the point that tents are really uh, important in the context of disaster relief refugee camps and things and these are often in places with 
huge variations in temperature and, and tents aren't always the best best uh, circumstances to be in and, and this makes a difference in that context doesn't it? Absolutely yeah I, I'm, we're in advanced talks at the moment with the UNHCR as regards exactly that um, a lot of their disaster zones are obviously in, in, in areas of very extreme temperatures and there are big swings in the temperatures so um, and obviously you have the crowding problem in there as well so it's yeah. it's very applicable in that in that sector, um, and we're getting a lot of interest in that sector in what we're doing. Um, so so it is, yeah. It, it, it's hopefully going to become a big part of the business. Excellent stuff. Obviously, we, you know, any any help we can offer in that context too is is is, is great for us. That's really that's fantastically interesting, and and uh, you know, makes us think more widely about how these things can be applied, but. To get to the nub of this, you're running a crowdfunding campaign. Yeah, exactly. Kickstarter um, launched on March 24th. And what are you looking so, for? How much are you looking for? We're looking for €40,000 is our is our goal. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're well on the way there, thank God. And what what is it that, that, that that's going to do for the company? And what are you going to use that sort of funding for? Essentially, I suppose we're, we looked at the Kickstarter um, in two ways. Number one, it's going to, obviously, it allows customers to pre-order our products. Um, we have some other products as well, like salt water ch water chargers and that. Okay. Um, so it, it allows our customers to pre-order that, and, and whatever revenues come in will be used in, in the order for exactly that, just to, to pre-order the products Yeah. or to order the products, I suppose, in our, on our behalf. Yeah. Um, but also, it obviously it, it we get a lot of market validation from from a successful Kickstarter um, campaign as well. So, you know, yeah. we're we're certainly looking at that that angle too. You know, that's important, isn't it? So you got the what they would describe as pre-tail, uh, but also this this validation thing. It, it it really gives insight to what people think of the product. You know, uh, uh, gives gives other investors an opportunity to see that you've got an investable business there. It has a, a considerable benefits, and it's it's interesting that you've identified that. You've gone down the Kickstarter route, so it's a reward-based campaign. What are you offering? We're offering. A number of rewards, Tim, um, starting from an e-book, um, a, sort of a camping survival guide for as little as a euro, right up to you can purchase a group of tents or, you know, you can get a, a, a pack of four tents. So we're, we're, we also have some treks where you can come and join us in, in the southwest of Ireland. Okay. Um, and you can, you can camp with us for, for two nights in a thermo tent and, and spend three days. And we even have a package where we'll fly you from anywhere you can spend um, a night with us first in a four-star in a four-star hotel here in Tralee. Then you camp for two nights in a thermo tent, and then you can go for three nights to um, Killarney, well, wow. a well-known spot as you can imagine. Yes. And that includes uh, five-star accommodation in Killarney and a guided um, ascent of Carantuhul, which is the highest mountain in Ireland. So. Wow. We've, we've got a pretty good, and our salt water charges are thrown in there as well. So we've got a quite a good spectrum of rewards, right from 
from the bottom right up to, to people buying the tent. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, I know having spoken to you, you've put a good deal of, of thought and effort into this and you, you've done uh, preparation work. Do you want to share what some of those those uh, things that you did as a preamble to, to get the campaign uh, up and running? Yeah, well, we, we I suppose, first of all, we, we have... Um, postponed our start date a number of times at this stage purposely because we just felt that that pre-work, if you want to call it, wasn't done, it wasn't completed to, to satisfactory, satisfactorily. Um, and that pre-work really is getting everybody to know about what we're doing. So, you know, the friends and family, the, yeah. the connections, the connections of the connections, building the email lists, you know, doing a little bit of PR work online, um, building our own social media, all that kind of stuff. So we, we every all the experts and anybody that we spoke to that had ran um, successful campaigns told us that that was the most important part that yeah. you will succeed or fail um, before you actually launch the campaign. So yeah, you know they, there was a hell of a lot, a lot of work went into that. So we're, we're glad we gave ourselves the extra bit of time to be honest. You know. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, and and is there any particular reason why you chose Kickstarter? Um, it's the biggest one, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's 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 I liked it. I liked what it stands for. Um, and it was probably the, the first the first mover in in, the, in that space as well. Um, and, it, you know, a lot of people knew about Kickstarter. I think a big problem with crowdfunding is to get people um, over that threshold where they're willing to commit yeah. um, to the whole notion, you know, whereas at least with the Kickstarter, there was a name there that that. that a lot of people might be maybe not very familiar with, but may have heard of. Yeah. So it helped with that. Um, and it had our, our type of product, I think it works with as well. You know, yeah. uh, this is one area where we might have a little advantage nowadays. Investors and, and all that kind of thing like to see software and tech and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I think crowdfunding might be just be somewhere that, yeah. uh, the, you know, the actual consumer product has, has a little advantage where there's some tangible thing there to, to offer, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, and then there were some very successful Kickstarter projects as well, obviously, you know. Uh, yeah, any similar to yours that you identified? Similar types of areas and things? Yeah, there were a few. There were a few. I mean, BioLite was one, and the BioLite stove, they ran a very successful um, campaign. Yeah. Um, there was a, a couple of tents as well, Cinch pop-up tents. Oh, um, yeah, okay. Jake, I was speaking to there, so he, he was very helpful before we launched as well. Um, and then you had some bags, you had the root bag and the, and yeah. the barrel, you know, the, the barrel bag. So there, there was quite a few of them, some camera cases as well. Um, yeah. So there's a few in our space, hammocks and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So and that, that's kind seeing of, um, that sort of thing gives you a bit more confidence to, to go down that path, I guess. But very definitely, yeah, very definitely. I think it all kind of, I started off looking at Kickstarter and the more I investigated, obviously I had looked at Indiegogo and one or two others as well, but you know, Kickstarter just seemed to tick more boxes than, than the others, and, and that's what we've gone with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. And now I know Ireland's had a, a bit of a tough time of it recently, economically speaking, and um, in Tralee, you're, you're away from some of the big urban centres there. Um, do you think crowdfunding is something more and more people looking at in Ireland? And do you think that sort of circumstance... Uh, means that crowdfunding will be a, uh, an increasingly popular thing to be taken on in Ireland? I think definitely. Uh, we've only been left or we've only been allowed crowdfund here through Kickstarter since the 21st of October last. So, 
it's 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 a very new thing here really um it's a very people may have heard of it but nobody has interacted with it if you know what i mean yeah yeah um so there have been a few successful irish campaigns at this stage um and you know that's going to grow more and more because we're we're seeing a lot more of it online um, and through social media and that kind of thing. So yeah, there's a lot of people talking about crowdfunding and, and talking about Kickstarter in particular. Yeah. You know, you hear a lot of a lot of the um, the business shows and that are running running articles and, and crowdfunding yeah. now, and it's, it's it certainly is is growing in popularity. You know, good, and. Uh that's that that's that's really how it is it is it hard to to get to raise finance there at the moment are the banks not really being very helpful or are they they still happy to lend no the banks banks are still very very slow to lend um in particular to new ventures um yeah. i suppose it's understandable in one in one way but until that starts happening um really we're you know a lot of businesses are, are just hamstrung you know their hands are tied until they can get money and are their, get their hands on money and get their hands on capital. Yeah, um, and that's a big problem. You know, a lot of people that I'm I'm speaking to, certainly in the startup arena, are looking overseas. You know, they're looking to Europe, they're looking to the US in particular. Yeah, and a lot of them have been successful in in getting um, a lot of or getting investment from from different sources. I don't think there's a whole lot of traditional angel investment or that kind of thing going around in Ireland. I would say there's there's practically nothing to be honest. You know. And, and from an international perspective, I guess uh, the Irish diaspora around the world, the States and the various other places, uh, you'll be looking to them as well to, to uh, participate in your crowdfunding campaign. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one it's it's a, an, a branch, I suppose, we've been really looking at uh, pre-launch and now during the campaign is reaching out to the Irish. The Irish traditionally abroad are, are very good to their own. So. Um, they've been looking after us very, very well, not not alone backing the campaign, but also sharing, you know, sharing through social media, through things like LinkedIn, Facebook and that. Um, so they have been a very important part of, of, of our campaign. So it's it's um, definitely something that, 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 you know, is playing a big part in it for us. Um, and I, I kind of knew it would, you know, I kind of knew it would. There are plenty of examples of where where the Irish should look, you know, the Irish abroad like to like to keep an eye on what's happening back in yeah. Ireland, you know. Yeah. Well, look, Derek, I wish you every success with this. Where can somebody find more information if they want to to uh, back the project or see some details about it? What is it? Just Kickstarter and search for Thermotent. Yeah, if you go to Kickstarter, you can search for Thermotent or go to thermotentsplural.com. So thermotents.com. Okay. Um, or you can find us on Facebook. They'll all direct you to the link. Great stuff. Well, we'll stick the uh, the link on the blog post as well. And I know you're in the middle of the campaign, but it would be great if you were to if we could catch up with you after the campaign and uh, see how it went and see what your perspectives are and find out uh, uh, what you thought of the process of of running a, a crowdfunding campaign, warts and all. That would be great, Tim. No problem at all. Great, Derek. Thanks a lot, mate. Good to speak to you. Thank you very much. Well, a big thank you to Derek for taking the time out of a really busy period in his life. Um, we wish them every success at Thermotent with their campaign. You can find out more um, just by going to Kickstarter and looking for Thermotent or following the links on the blog post. Uh, good luck with it, Derek, and look forward to speaking to you afterwards. 
That's about it for this time. Thanks for listening. My name's Tim Wright. This has been a Twin Tangibles production. And if you want to learn more about how to thrive in the crowd economy, just visit twintangibles.co.uk. This music is Beach Bum by Kevin MacLeod from incomptech.com. And we've licensed it under Creative Commons using attribution. Thanks for listening. Look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye.